He didn't stay too long. I said early, early. I said early, early, early. Sunday morning. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. If you believe he got up, stand up on your feet and give God the glory. Because you know what? What you say out told, tell him again. the power of the Holy Spirit you don't have to stay in the condition that you're in he can bring you up out of a dirty grave yes it did I'm talking about my Savior my Lord Jesus, he got up. Yes, he did. Let's go to our text. Let's preach. Amen. 
on this great day of celebration as we celebrate the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. Coming out of still dealing with, uh, we are in the war of our wars, but this is what this war is really all about. We try to make it about everything else, but, but if you really want to know what Christianity is about, it's that he died for our sins and got up Sunday morning conquering our enemy, death. We can, we can make it about everything else and debate about everything else. The one thing you better make sure you know is Jesus. Hallelujah. Uh, our problem, the world's problem, is a sin problem. I think we ought to fight for injustice. I think we ought to do all that. But our problem is a sin problem. Yes, racism is real, but racism is sin. do all the things that we fight about and we ought to stand up, but if we don't stand up about Jesus, we miss the whole thing. To everyone that is a Christian, let me just tell you, you're not home yet. This isn't our home. Shoot, I don't want this to be my home with the way it is down here right now. Romans 3. 21, and it reads as such in our hearing. But now, the righteousness of God, apart from the law, is revealed. Being, y'all moved it too fast. Being witnessed by the law and the prophets, even the righteousness of God. Through faith in Christ, to all and on all who believe. Hallelujah. For there is no difference, for all have sinned and fell short of the glory of God, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, for whom God set forth as a perpetuation by his blood through faith to demonstrate his righteousness because in his forbearance God has passed over the sins that was previously committed to demonstrate at the present time his righteousness he might be just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. I'm going to try to break that down for you. Amen. 
Amen. Father, even now. Father, even now. Move Tracy out the way and allow me to make plain your plan of salvation. Lord, Lord, even now, even now, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Don't have much memories of my childhood, but for some reason, one of the memories I have is I was playing and the TV was on and they were showing pictures from Vietnam. From that picture of that I got just the frame of it, but I got a feeling of that war is terrible. War destroys. War is destructive. I had a cousin who went to Vietnam. He was athletic. I mean, track, long jump, football. He was a bad boy. Went to Vietnam and never came back right. The destruction, the, 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 the chaos, the, it destroys. And as I think about that, what I see today is whether you know it or not, you're in a war. What we see on the news and what we see in society is the casualties, is the result of a spiritual war. And then the problem is we, we can't even see our enemy. He is working behind the scenes, but know that he is in the scene. And, he is causing people to do unspeakable things. And, and I don't care what laws we make and all that, and there ought to be laws and there ought to be but But the truth of the matter is the devil is working sin in us. I don't care what president you, you put in. I, 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 I mean, it matters, but, but that can't stop this war. We ought to work for, work for justice. And I, I, I was talking to a young man, texting a young man, and he was dealing with, and he said, um, he said, he said the King James Bible, uh, King James is the one that instituted for it to be put together, so how can we trust it? I said, God uses sinners. Shoot, God used me. God used you. He can use anybody. He's that big of a God. And if we really deal with it, when we come to Christianity, we're, we're not really talking about a man-made religion. We're talking about the way that God made to save us because he loves us. And if you reject God's way, let me tell you, there is no other way. The, the one thing we got to deal with, one thing we all got to do is Jesus. 
what, what are you going to do with Jesus? These, these from Friday to Sunday deals with what he came to do to save us, to deliver us, and bring us back into his kingdom. And you can talk about everything else, but the one thing you got to deal with is what you're going to do with the sacrifice and love that he poured out for us. What you got to do with it? If you reject that, you have reject everything. Somebody said, 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 said it, it, why does God sin? How can a loving God send people to hell? No, he sent a lifesaver to save you. He sent a lifeboat to, to save you, but you got to get in. You got to get in. It's the love of God. It's the mercy of God. He did everything he can do to reach us call us, capture us, to bring us back and to conquer our enemy where our enemy won't destroy us, but we will be victorious. <laughs> let's, let's look at this text. He says, but now the righteousness of God apart from the law is revealed. Listen, this sounds like it's hard, but it's not. He said, he said, in the Old Testament, the Ten Commandments was revealed to show us the nature, the character of God. Not, not something that we should live up to. It should be a mark of what is right. But the fact is, none of us can live up to it. What it showed is, it showed that we are no longer in the state of being that we was originally made in, Adam and Eve. That they fell from what God made. They, they were the prime example, the express reflection, the image of God in everyone. Let me, let me just, Jesus on earth is what Adam and Eve was meant to be. <laughs> Hold on, let me go step farther. Jesus on earth was what you and I were supposed to be. When I compare myself to Jesus, I don't add up. But I thank nobody. But, but, but what he says is that we are fallen from us. Glory means that the image we were made in, we don't have that no more. You know what that tells me? I can do all the good and be an earthly good person. But if I don't know Jesus, I'm still not his glory. And I still reflect the devil. Now, 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 you may live a better life than I will ever live. But you still is not what you're supposed to be. You know what Satan did? This is what he did. Since he couldn't beat God, he fights with us. So he took this thing called sin. Now watch this. I got sin on both ends. You know why? Because sin is sin, is sin, is sin. 
Your sin may not be my sin, my sin may not be your sin, but we all got sin. And he took the sin nature. This envelope, if it, see, just like us, it's not acting right. I'm going to go force it in there. That's what the devil did. In us. It's not what you do. What you do is a manifestation of what's in you. What you, you manifest sin because sin is in you. Your sin is no better than my sin. My sin is no better than your sin because it's the sin that's in us. It's the sin nature that makes us sin. What this does is say, I can't point my finger at you. You can't point your finger at me because we both got sin in us. Now hold on now. Hold on. Hold on, my sin may not look as ugly as yours, but it's still sin. We got cute sins. <laughs> we think we got little sins. We think we got big sins. It's not the manifestation of it. The problem is I can't and you can't change your sin nature in us. And when God, because he's holy, and he told Adam that the day you eat of this tree, you shall surely die. Somebody said, he didn't die. Yes, he did. Not physically, but spiritually, he lost his image. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Study in Isaiah 52, looking at that verse where Isaiah is prophesying about the, the, the cross prophesying about Christ being beaten. He's prophesying about what's going to happen happen 750 years before it comes. Isaiah chapter 52, 13 on down, and all of 53. Here a prophet is before the cross was even invented. He stands by the Spirit of God and speaks into the future of what's going to happen. How you know that the Bible is real? Because it's prophetic. It speaks from the past into the future and did it exactly right. It predicts, pinpoints it, and man can't do that. Only God can. Hallelujah. Here he is, and he says that his visage, his face was more beat up, more defined. Form. His body was more deformed than any man, so he did not look human when they got done with him. Satan was trying to take out all his fury and hatred on Christ because he knew who he was. See, but the thing about it is because he was not sin, could not sin, he could not die till he said so. He couldn't die until he says, so. I don't care how bad they beat him. I don't care how bad they whoop him. Until Jesus, Jesus said, said I, 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 I lay down my life. They don't take my life. They don't have the power.
take my life. They don't know who I am. I'm God wrapped up in the flesh. And, and, and they can do their work, but until I say so. I'm so glad that he said so. In our life, don't you know, I don't care what Satan tried to do to you. I don't care what people do to you. Until the Lord speaks, they can't stop you. They can't move you. There's somebody here going through something, and you think you're going to lose your mind. You ought to look up to the Lord Jesus Christ and say, I commit to you all that I am, all that I have, because they say this, but I'm standing on what you say. Many of us are, we're listening to the wrong voice. We're listening to what people say about us, what has done to, wait a minute, if you're in Christ Jesus, your image has been changed. Let me read on, read on, let me read on. He says, he says, he says, now, watch this, his righteousness has been revealed. And what he's talking about is Jesus. Jesus is the fulfillment of all the law on earth. If you want to see God, look at Jesus. Look at his love. Look at his compassion. Look at his concern. Look how he walked among us and healed and, 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 and walked perfectly. He's God wrapped up in human flesh. So watch this. He's being manifest. Now the time he was manifest, he was shown because God knew that we couldn't do it. So he became one of us to do it for us. Being witness. He said, he said the law and the prophets said that they, 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 that generation saw him. They felt him. They touched him. And he was God. Next verse. Even the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ. It, it, it's, I'm not going to ask that question. If you're saved, he says, now you're the righteousness of Christ. Wow. Wait a minute, Pastor. I, I, still, I still fall sometimes. We all do. And the scripture says, fall, but get back up. Don't stay down. Get back. Don't let the devil kick you. Don't let people talk about Get back up. Is there anybody in the house still getting back up? Don't, don't beat yourself. Put it under the blood and say, Father, I'm sorry, but I'm getting back up. You don't lose your salvation. You're covered by salvation, and you keep getting back up. One of the things that Satan wants us to do is quit. He, he wants you to give up on you and wants you to look at you, but quit looking at you. Look at Jesus and say, I'm covered. Let me show you what covered is. This says the blood of the lamb. Guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to put it on the front side of the sin label. And I'm going to put another one that says, covered by the blood, on the back side. 
See, see, you see how we are? We don't, be, you see how we are? See how difficult we are? But you notice God made it go in. So when God looks on either side, you know what he see? Covered by the blood of the lamb. There's no time God sees what you have done in the past, doing now, and gonna do in the future. Somebody say cover. Cover. Hold on. So does that mean then that, that, that I can do what I want? If that's your attitude, then you need to check to see if you really say. The fact that you got the Spirit of God in you now means then that there's something in you that won't let you be comfortable being what you used to be. Now that when you accept Jesus Christ, that the nature of God, the character of God, the Spirit of God come into your life, and now you, you may say it, but it don't feel right. You may do it, but it don't feel good. Isn't it amazing how God will stop you, make you want to stop being what you used to be? Hold on. He, he gets into your want to. He'll change your want to. The things that you used to chase, you don't chase no more because. The, the, the amazing thing about Good Friday and, and Sunday, Resurrection Sunday, is it changed everything. It opened up the door of our relationship with God the Father. This is not about a religion. This is about a relationship with the God that made us. I, I, was, I was early in the morning this morning, I, I was getting in the car, and the moon was up there, and I just said, you a bad God. That you have set, suspended a moon in the sky, and there's no strings holding it in place. <laughs> You're a bad God. You made the moon a light at night and the sun a light in the day. You're a bad God. And we are so smart, foolish, we said this just happened. You're a bad God. It's evident there's a God. The way God has made you, the, 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 the complexity of your human body. Did you know that your bone marrow makes blood cells? Then Proverbs 3 says, if you walk in his way, that God will even get in your bone marrow and make it moist. Which means it gives your bone strength. Hold on. The Bible speaks this before they knew anything about bone marrow. And if your bone marrow dries up, your, 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 your bones get fragile, and it means you're dying. Then the Bible says that it will make your bones moist. Talking about the bone marrow, which is the center point of your body's frame, that it's give out life because it produces red, red blood 
sickle. Someone, Chris told me, said, with babies, their veins will be hard, so you can't get a needle. So they would drill down into the bone marrow, and they would put a needle in and get fluid, and that gets through their body faster than the vein. The Bible knows this stuff before we know this stuff to let us know it's God that is doing all of this. Now we ourselves, and he loves us so much that he made a way of our salvation. My question is, are you covered by the blood? Are you covered by the blood? And, and, and the only way that you can be covered by the blood is if you have accepted Jesus. I'm so glad he's not dependent on me to make it myself because he knew that we couldn't, so he did it for us. Turn to your neighbor and say, he did it for me. He paid it all for me. On, on, on Friday night, it wasn't just the cross. It was the judgment of God's holiness. Isaiah, come here, Isaiah 53, verse 10 and 11. It says that God bruised him. God, in the middle when it's supposed to be shining, God poured out his wrath. The cup that he's talking about in the Garden of Gethsemane was not what man could do to him. It's that he has to become, he who knew no sin became sin so that God would judge him and not judge us. It says, it says, it says that Jesus, he said, through faith in Christ to all that believe on him, for there is no different color a race, ethnic group, we all have fallen short of being like God. It says being justified freely by freely. What you mean? That you can't pay for it? You don't work for it? That you are saved by the amazing grace of God? Somebody said, why would he do that? Because he loves us. Not, not based on what we do. Based on the fact he's God and that he loves us. But do, do not translate to God your earthly father if your earthly father didn't show you love. You got to make a whole new category. <laughs> Matter of fact, even if your earthly father was a good father, you still got to make a whole new category. Because even your earthly father can't love like our heavenly father. God is just that good. Some people come to me for counseling, and I have to help them erase the wrong picture they have of God, our father. I tell people, you are a child, you would never be grown in God's eyes. And God wants you to climb up on his lap and allow him to put his arms around you and hold you. I had my grandson the other day and he, he was tired, he was just wild. 
He was drinking his bottle. He threw his bottle, turned himself around, and laid his head right there. Kenny showed me a picture of his grandson, and he said that, and I mean, cutest little grandson. And, he, and Kenny, Kenny's grandson was on his chest, and Kenny said, that's me. I said, no, that's your grandson. Kenny said, no, God told me that's me. And I thought about it for a moment. I said, so you telling me God is saying, that's you resting in his bosom. Are you resting in God's bosom? I mean, I mean, you should have saw the picture of his grandson as such peace, as such comfort. Why? Because he knew he was in safe arms. He knew that he was in his granddaddy's arms. He knew that, 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 that that's, that's the place of safety. Do you know that? I mean, all hell may be breaking loose all around you, but, but you ought to make your way to your heavenly father's arms and rest your head in his bosom and say, I know you got me. I may have tears running down my eyes, and I don't like where I'm at. I don't like what I'm going through, but I trust you. You're the best thing that ever happened to me. So today, Lord, let me hurry up. Let me hurry. He says, he says that that Jesus as the propitiation by His blood. You know what that means? It means propitiation means to appease God to satisfy the holiness of God that was against us because we fell short of his glory. God, holiness said, I got, even though I love you, I got to judge you. The, 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 the holiness of God cannot change. Neither can the love of God. <laughs> So, so God said, Satan said, since I covered them in sin, the same judgment you got to put me in. You got to put those you love in. God said, Satan, you don't understand how much I love them. In fact, before I made them, I already had a plan to save them because I knew you were going to mess with my children. So therefore, what I'm going to do, I'm going to show my righteousness even more so in what I'm about ready to do. Somebody say amen. So God, in his wisdom, God, in his excellency, he did what the devil never thought God would do. God the Son had the nerve, had the audacity to wrap himself up in human flesh and come down and be our kinsman redeemer. He became one of us. Listen, scripture says, since sin came in by man, talking about Adam, then Jesus became a man, become the second Adam, so that you can make a choice to be in death with the first Adam or be in life with Jesus Christ, the second Adam. It's a choice. It's a choice. 
Listen, on the cross, when Satan thought he was killing Jesus, he was really knocking out himself. Well, he didn't understand. God laid judgment on Jesus. That should have been our judgment. Look at him say, my God, my God, why have thou forsaken me? Then to fulfill scripture, he said, I thirst. Now at that moment when the last drop of God's wrath fell on him, he said, my God, my God. It wasn't till the end of the darkness that Jesus said that. Then he said, right after that, I thirst. Then he said, I commit, hold on. He says, my God, my God, because him now being the object of sin, he couldn't say, my father, my father. But then at the end, when God holiness was satisfied, Isaiah 53, verse 11, it said that God said, it's good. Did you hear that? God said, I'm satisfied. I have opened up the door, my holies are holies, let them in. I'm not mad at their sins no more because my son done paid the price for them. Now, hold on. Now, now listen. Then, then Jesus then says, Father, into thy hands I commit my spirit. At that moment, the devil was defeated. At that moment, sin was erased. At that moment, you and I were set free. Only one more enemy. That is death. Death comes in because with the penalty of sin is physical and spiritual death. Y'all got it. On the cross, Jesus satisfied and took care of spiritual death that if you accept Jesus, you don't experience spiritual death. The removal of God's mercy. We don't experience that when you're in Christ Jesus. The total removal, that's hell. That's hell. But God is a complete God that he just don't want to save our spirit and our soul. He wants to change our body. So come Sunday morning after they took him off of the cross and they didn't take his life, he gave his life. He said, now I choose to die. Father, I commit my spirit into your hands because I'm still in control here. Now, Father, I'll take my last breath because I choose to. What a God, what a Savior, what a Lord. Oh, he's awesome. So, so he allowed his, his, his body to die while he went to hell, First Peter said, and preached to the demons and said, I won. <laughs> he told the devil, you should have never messed with my children. Hallelujah. Now that's Friday. He was still preaching Saturday. He was still, he was still making fun of them Saturday night. But early, early, early 
early, one more enemy to conquer. The Bible said that early Sunday morning, he got up with all power in his hands. Listen, because he got up, we can get up. Because he got up, we got the victory. Because he got up, we are conquerors. Because he got up, the devil can't keep you down. Because he got up, you know you go to heaven. Because you got up, you can shout the victory now. Touching that he got up. But when he got up, I got up. I got up. No matter what I'm facing, I can get up. I can shout. I can celebrate. Victory is mine. Life is going to happen. Trouble is going to happen. But you need to look to the hills, over the hills, for with cometh our help. Our help cometh from the Lord. Scripture says, since God sent his only begotten son to go through all of that for you, don't you think he's going to be with you in everything else? Huh. You know what I see? I see the love of God for every one of us on the cross. But then I see the power of God towards us on Sunday morning. You got to have those two pictures. His love will never leave you alone. Never. And his power will give you the strength to go through. You you ought to turn to your neighbor and say, I know I'm a conqueror now. I know I'm a conqueror now. I'm more than a conqueror. Ephesians chapter 1 said, the same power that rose Jesus on Sunday morning is the same power, watch this, that he has extended towards you and me in our walk of life. Huh? The power that rose Jesus, it didn't rise him in that, in that mortal body, but rose him up in the glorified body. It's the same power that he has put into my account for me. The same power that, that he had towards Jesus to do the impossible, the, the unspeakable, the unimaginable is the same power. He said, if you are his child, the same power is extended in your account. 
Now what is it you can't go through? What is it you can't do? What is it that God will strengthen you through? If that's the power that is in your account, you need to go to your bank account and get it out. Well, how do you go to your bank account? You call on the name of Jesus. You say, Jesus, I need you. Jesus, help me. Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, I got everything I need. He got up. He got up. He got up. He got up. All power in his hands. And he did it for you and for me. The way to God has now been made wide open. <laughs> Call on him. Run to him. Lean on him. Rest your head on him. 